My boss is stalking me, and he thinks that we're best friends. So I've been with my company for almost 10 years. When I started, this particular boss couldn't have cared less about me. After a couple of years of working directly under him, we had similar interests and just had a laugh at work as he tried to do. He had a wife and son. I had a boyfriend and now husband. I got engaged to my boyfriend and we got married. This guy invited himself to the wedding. I know I was a pushover, not saying no, and it's honestly one of my biggest regrets. He literally booked the day off of work before I said he was coming, and my actual friend from work couldn't get the day off due to him assuming he was coming. Again, my fault for not telling him to stay away. I had several text conversations and phone calls at the time from his drunk wife jealous about our relationship, yet she was at my wedding. I ended up outside at my wedding assuring her nothing was happening. Fast forward a year or two. I'm on a work night out and he supposedly leaves. But then when I go to a late night bar with a few others for a couple drinks, then get a taxi home afterwards, he sends me an angry text regarding who I was in the taxi with. So apparently he was waiting for me to come out of the bar and watch me get in the taxi without me knowing. I was pretty drunk, so I got very angry and kept calling him at like three in the morning, shouting at him for being a creeper. His wife obviously saw this the next day and had the audacity to ask me why I did that. Fast forward again due to COVID, we were furloughed and brought back in stages. Someone came back months before this guy and found his second phone, which he used to text me with. My picture was his screensaver, and it was a picture of me when I was 19 still in university. He found this picture online and made it his background. I told my main boss about this, and he ended up speaking with him. A good year has passed, and everything is still fine in his head. He even leaves me chocolates on my desk every day. And before everyone says I should just get him fired, I would have, but I have two managers. One is the guy who everyone relies on as a buffer to the much bigger, horrible boss. So I've basically been taking one for the team. This story is really creepy. The fact that her boss is stalking her and obsessing over her is really, really scary. It's bad enough she has to report to him every single day for work, but also the fact that she can't have a normal life outside of work. This is really creepy overall, and this lady should really say something. There is no taking one for the team in this situation. This manager is straight up stalking her. She also goes on to say that there's almost a 20-year difference between the two of them. That's just weird. No woman should ever feel like they need to just deal with this kind of harassment just so they can A, appeal to their co-workers while also trying to keep the peace. There's no peace in this situation. Not in her life. She needs to say something and report him for being super creepy. It's bad enough that his wife is not doing anything about this. In all actuality, she needs to get documented proof of all this. Write everything down with timestamps and all and bring this to human resources. This is not a game. This is something that's very seriously weird and no woman should have to deal with that in the workplace. It's easier said than done because sometimes work dynamics just completely prevent women from having a voice. But I really hope she finds the help that she needs and gets away from this creepy stalker boss. My roommate smells awful and I don't know how to bring it up to her. We're friends and we live together. She's kind of one of those naturalist women who doesn't shave her pits or legs or anything, but she has a fairly professional job where it's unacceptable to have body odor. Every morning when she comes out of her room, she smells absolutely terrible to the point that I need to hold my breath. There's also a smell coming from her room, similar to her body smell. I don't care if her room is messy, but I care that it smells out into the hallway when her door is open. She has plenty of time to shower. She's home from work at like 3.30 in the afternoon. She's very nice. 
nice and we have a zero drama relationship. So this is a super awkward topic and I really don't know what to do about it. This is an awkward situation no matter how you approach it. Having a roommate or somebody close to you that smells bad is not something that's going to be easy to talk about. I personally had a co-worker who smelled like absolute hot garbage on a daily basis. It's like they wake up and roll around in a landfill and then come to work. It was awful. We had people complain about this constantly to our manager, but she did absolutely nothing. Do you know what her solution was? Giving us air fresheners to spray around the office, somehow trying to combat the stink and smell that was coming off of this person. The smell was overpowering and it was hard to breathe sometimes. So I feel for this person in this story because at the end of the day, something has to be said. If you don't, it's only going to get worse or the opposite could happen. You could get used to the smell and then eventually you probably won't smell anything anymore. But that's a threshold that probably takes months to figure out. In all honesty, you got to sit her down and be straight with her about the situation. But telling her to take a shower more or just to bathe more probably isn't going to cut it. You need to let them know that, hey, your entire living situation is gross. The house smells bad because of your poor hygiene. And sure, some people have different habits and they have different ways of living. But this is one of those things that someone has to be aware of. And I think her chances of actually having a good conversation with the roommate is good, mostly because they're already friends. The person who posted the story describes that they have a zero drama relationship. So if I were to guess, they are probably on very good terms with each other. So I think having this honest of a conversation is not going to ruin what friendship they already have. Sometimes, even if it's something that's super awkward and silly, it's super important to set boundaries. And hygiene is an honest boundary that anybody should be able to approach. But you have to approach this carefully. If you do this in a way that's rude or obnoxious or aggressive, it could really turn your roommate away from you. And it could make what once was probably probably a good friend into a very serious enemy. And worst off, you got to remember, you live with this person. So whatever you say will definitely have an effect on the living situation. Two degenerate friends asked me to get them jobs where I work, but I just don't want to. So for context, I've got these two friends. Let's call them one and two. One and two have been inseparable best friends since kindergarten. They're both extremely lazy degenerates that rely on everyone around them to get by. They usually get parents to take care of their responsibilities. Neither of them have ever had a job before. Neither of them have even had an interview before. Neither of them have actually ever made their own resumes. I became friends with one and two about eight years ago, but I've drifted from them the last couple of years because of certain social group situations, to say the least. One and two have some weird codependence on each other. Whatever one of them is doing, the other has to do it as well. Recently, one and two decided to get a job together. Since neither of them know how to make resumes or apply anywhere or how to conduct themselves in an interview, they turned to their parents for work at their businesses. They were soon after fired for doing such a poor job and not listening. I heard one and two sides of the story, and my God, they are naive. They think they can't be in the wrong. They applied in one place together but got rejected from it, so they've given up and come to me for a job. I'm a manager of a fast food restaurant, and I absolutely love my job and the people in it. The people I'm friends with there are all so good at their jobs and wonderful people. As a manager, I get certain perks, like being able to vouch for people in the application process to get them a job. This is a fact I wish I never told one and two. I don't want my work life and my outside life interfering with each other. I have four friends at work who I see outside of work regularly because they're part of my friend group and I love working with them. But I know if one and two get jobs at my workplace, I'll start hating work. Two is an introvert with no common sense at all. We have people like that where I work, but the good thing is I won't have to 
see them until they get another shift. With two, he'll be expecting me to talk to him for my entire shift. Two is the more manageable one. My problem is really with one. One is an idiot, completely naive to people's feelings, and he acts like everything is his. He also made the mistake of showing me his true colors when he bragged about having personal relationships with a girl he knew I'd fallen for. If one and two get jobs at where I work, I know it'll be a living nightmare for me. Everything is perfect right now. I love my friends at work, and I don't want it to be split by these two lazy degenerates. I don't even know why I'm friends with them anymore. I know it's a very selfish thing to say, and I don't have a say in where someone wants to work or who I work with, but I really can't handle being around one and two for longer than I have to. How do I go about not getting them jobs? It sounds like to me that the person who's posting this story is stuck between a rock and a hard place. Somehow he found himself between two people who are clearly lazy and have no responsibility in life. The worst part about it is that these people sound like they should know better. There's no reason they should be this lazy and absolutely uncaring of those around them. If anything, I think the answer is very simple, even if it means you have to offend them. I personally would say that it's time to cut ties with these guys. They clearly are not any good for anyone around them. They have no discipline and no motivation to do anything on their own. They're just looking to get by, and that's going to be at your expense. And when it comes to people like that, you have to put your foot down and think of yourself first. This poster who works at a fast food restaurant as a manager clearly loves what he does. And good on him, because those jobs can be stressful. And the last thing you need is for it to become more stressful, especially when a good thing is happening. So I don't blame him for having the apprehension. But even if it means that he can no longer be friends with these people, and they no longer like him, which by the way might be for his best benefit, he needs to say, no, I'm not going to help you get this job. If anything, he needs to be completely honest with them and say, hey, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. There's nothing wrong with cutting ties with people who are clearly toxic and have no good intentions. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to take a step away from people. And I'm not just saying ghosting somebody. I'm saying like absolutely putting a line in the sand and saying, I don't want you near me. I don't want you at my work. I don't want to see you on social media. I don't want anything to do with you. The people that are being described as the degenerates in the story, they're probably the type of person who's going to make a bigger deal out of this than it should be. And you know what? That's okay. Who actually cares? What's the worst that could happen by saying, no, I don't want you in my life? They'll probably post something on social media. They'll probably be upset and say all these terrible things about you. But you know what's going to happen next? They're then going to go to some other friend and try and get a job at their place. So I would much rather endure this short season of criticism and hate instead of taking away from the long-term happiness of my employment. And the guy in the story clearly is happy with what he's doing. And he should not sacrifice his friends at work just for these two degenerates. My boyfriend is living in absolute filth. My boyfriend comes over to my house as he lives in residence at the college and they don't allow guests. Everything is all fine and dandy except he will not clean up after himself. He makes food, leaves dishes in the sink even though I've told him to put it in the dishwasher multiple times, can't hang up his towel after a shower, and leaves food on the floor where he eats by choice. I don't know why he's sitting on the floor. I guess he just finds it more comfortable. I've had to recently tell him to stop eating in my bedroom because he's gotten food on my duvet multiple times and won't even tell me. He got upset complaining about having to go downstairs to eat and watch Netflix because he wants to lie in bed. Now he's mad because I asked him to A, put his dishes in the dishwasher, B, hang up his towel, and C, 
clean up the floor when he eats. He says he just won't eat or shower at my place. I want him to move in, but now he says he doesn't want to if it's going to be like this. I really don't feel like I'm asking much, and it hurts my heart that he doesn't even have the respect for me to keep my house clean or understand that I'm frustrated and why. I don't know what to do. I don't want to break up with him, but I also don't want to live like this forever because I can only see this getting worse. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. I really feel sorry for the girlfriend in this situation because as a man myself, I know for a fact how messy I eat and how messy I am in general. She's a saint for even putting up with that for a second. And she's absolutely in the right to be upset that her boyfriend is eating and making a mess everywhere. Here's the thing. When you're at someone's house, even if it's a significant other or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you live by their rules. If they say you need to clean up after yourself, guess what? You need to clean up after yourself. If they tell you to take out the trash, congratulations, you are now taking out the trash. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're going to be under their roof for extended periods of time, and if you're going to be eating their food and drinking their water, what they say goes. So the fact that this guy can't put dishes in the dishwasher or hang up his towel after a shower or just keep things tidy to some degree is such a red flag for this lady. It's not even funny. You can bet that he's going to do this when he moves in with her. There's no doubt in my mind that he will fall back into these habits. Sure, maybe the first two weeks when he moves in, he might be tidy and organized, but those bad habits are going to creep up pretty quickly. And before you know it, her house is going to be a mess. So yeah, she needs to tell him what's up. And the fact that he doesn't understand that the way he is living and treating her personal space is disrespectful is absolutely insane. How do you not see that your actions are negatively affecting your girlfriend? I can't understand that mentality. I feel sorry for the girl in this situation, but you know what? Sometimes you just got to say what needs to be said. And in this case, he needs to clean up his act or get out. My girlfriend bought a dog without telling me. And now I'm supposed to just be okay with it? My girlfriend and I have been living together for three months now. We agreed beforehand we would get a dog. We didn't specify a timeline, but we both would have to agree. Long story short, I come home yesterday to find a dog in our apartment. She claimed it was our dog, and she had to rescue it before telling me because it was apparently going to be put to sleep. We agreed on getting a smaller dog, something small and which would live well with us. The dog she brought home was just some random dog. It looked prehistoric. Half the skin on its face had been ripped off due to a skin allergy, and the dog's tail was also cut off. There's also some scarring on the underside. So this dog was a street dog with ticks and fleas and a hundred other problems before it was taken into the shelter. Apparently, the shelter made this dog out to be wrong by the world, and my girlfriend had to adopt it. I'm really upset with her. This dog isn't a kid. I wanted to choose the dog we got. I'd have liked to at least visit the dog before bringing it into my home. I won't lie. It's god-awful ugly, and I don't want it. I told her, and she got really upset and called me heartless. I feel bad now, but this dog is really ugly, and with all of its issues and the types of food it needs to eat, I want no part of it. How do I tell her more appropriately to take the dog and return it? Personally, there's a bigger problem in this story than just not liking the dog or thinking that it's ugly. The bigger problem is is that the girlfriend made a very big decision with this relationship without consulting him first. She doesn't have to ask him permission to do whatever she wants, 
but if you're going to bring some other living being into your life like a dog, this needs to be a mutual decision. These two live together. They have been for three months. That's more than enough time to have some type of expectation with routines and what to expect out of each other. And I'm sure the last thing this guy expected was some butt-ugly dog sitting there on his bed. And sure, the dog needed to be rescued. And I don't doubt that this dog probably has a good heart, but it's probably especially insulting for the guy to not have had any say in the matter. He wasn't even considered when this dog was adopted. It seems like the girlfriend just got played. It also seems like the girlfriend has been doing this for a while. Who just randomly comes home with a dog? I'm pretty sure she would have had to have been at the shelter already looking for a dog because she wanted one and the people at the shelter pretty much tricked her into getting this dog that they probably had no idea what to do with. And sure, some dogs are just incredibly ugly, but they can still be loving companions. And I don't doubt that this dog is that, but I don't blame the guy for not wanting any part of it because it's not his dog. He didn't choose this. The girl just chose it for him. And yeah, you can take care of a dog that's about to be put to sleep, but that's got to be your decision. It can't just be thrust upon you. And it's also not appropriate to then be guilt tripped into trying to keep it. This guy has every right to be upset, but I think more so this is a really bad red flag. This is a major decision that requires both parties being involved. If she felt like this was okay, then he's going to be facing a lifetime of her making big decisions for the both of them because she had to. It's really unfair to be put in this kind of situation. And big decisions like this definitely need both parties involved. It's insulting not to involve the boyfriend. And I don't blame him for being upset. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already and turn on notifications so you never miss a video.